Why did God create Satan? Why did God create the tree of knowledge? And why do we continue to be clothed today if God in fact created us naked? These questions we will answer on this video with the Movement Church. Welcome to the Movement Church. I'm excited to be here with you guys uh, to talk about these questions that were actually submitted by one of our viewers. And so I wanted to make sure we highlight that um, we're not here just to build up a brand, but we are here to, in fact, grow the kingdom of God. And sometimes that is answering hard questions that people may ask. So for the first question that we're going to ask today is, why did God create the tree of knowledge? Well, here's the thing you have to keep in mind as we, as we answer all of these questions is that God desires his people to want to be obedient to him. God wants us to, uh, out of our love for him, be obedient to him, not because we are hardwired to be obedient, but because we love him and we desire to live for him. A true servant of God will desire to live for him out of their own decision, out of their own will. And so you might say, well, why did God even create the tree of knowledge? Why did he even create such a thing that we could be enticed to, right? Well, you have to keep in mind that we all face the decision to take bite of the fruit. Every day in our life, every decision we make, we either have the decision to, do, to obey God or to do our own thing, to be our own God. And so if God hadn't created this tree of knowledge, if there wasn't that option to disobey him, then we're not of our own will obeying him, we are doing it because we are brainwashed and we are dictated to obey him. Does that make sense? Like if you think of, um, think of a relationship where, um, a guy is pursuing a girl, right? I, I love this, this illustration. Like when a guy pursues a girl, but he's in the friend zone and he keeps telling her he loves her and he keeps forcing himself on her. Does that make her love him back? No. Right. But if he truly loves her, he will step back and let her do what she wants to do. If she loves him and she wants to be with him, she'll come be with him. And likewise, the other way, in the same way God does with us, he gives us that opportunity, that option to be whether we want to love him and, and be with him or whether we don't. And that's what makes him an all-loving God because he loves us enough to make our own decision. But there are consequences for the decisions we make. And in the same way with the tree of knowledge, Adam and Eve were given the same position to where they could either choose to obey God or they could choose to be their own God and do their own thing. And that's what they chose. That's where sin was created. The next question is, why do we continue to be clothed today if we were in fact created naked? Why are we still wearing clothes if we were in fact created naked? And even when we become believers and we're like, okay, let's get back to the way God ordained it. Why are we still clothed today? Why don't we go back to the way it was in the garden? Well, the fact of the matter for this issue is, is that our culture, our society has already perverted the human body so far that you really can't go back. Even as a Christian, if you're redeemed by the Spirit of God and that you're not lustful of other people's bodies and all that, still yet today's society has sexualized the body. And so as a Christian, we are called to avoid all sin. We're called to avoid all natures of sin. And in the same way, we are also called to not be a stumbling block to other believers and unbelievers. So let's say that you get saved and you're, you're all in for God. And then 
So now you no longer lust after another person. Let's say that you've just been so radically redeemed by God that you're not lusting after someone. So you think, well, now they can all be naked and it's fine. I won't sin. And I should be able to be naked because then, you know, I'm not sinning. But in reality, you're still, even if you're, even if you're completely redeemed in the mind and in the eyes, you're still going to be a stumbling block for all those other people that are still have a sexualized image of the human body. So the fact of the matter is, is that even though we're saved and we want to go back to the way God uh, ordained it, the way God created it, we can't just uproot society as a whole because there's still other people that have this sexualized viewpoint. It's kind of like uh, crosswalks, okay? So if you look across America and the United States, there's always an issue of pedestrians being hit by cars, right? That's that just happens all the time. So you might say, well, then let's get rid of all the crosswalks. Then we won't have to worry about people getting hit by cars. That's not going to work, right? We can obviously agree that that is not going to work, that removing crosswalks is not going to keep pedestrians from being hit by cars. And in the same way, removing or keeping clothes is not going to remove the fact that society has sexualized the human body. So our call as Christians is not to just uproot society and try to, you know, rework things. We need to, what we're called to do is to avoid sin and to lead others in the path that avoids sin, whether they're believers or not. That is what we're called. So that's why we cannot just go back to being nude or or whatever, because the fact is the world has sexualized the human body. And so we just got to do our best to be modest and be decent in our attire and, and in our, the way we present ourselves and, and all those ways. That is the answer to that question. The big question, why did God create the devil? Why did God create Satan in the first place? This is actually a great question for people to ask, especially for non-believers and, uh, you know, first Christians that are, that are coming to Christ, people that are first coming to Christ. These are, this is a really good question to ask. Why did God create the devil in the first place? And so to answer this, I also want to just draw in a little bit more detail to that. We could ask even when we ask why God created the devil, let's ask why did God create people like Jeffrey Dahmer? Why did God create Hitler? Why did God create adulterers, murderers, liars, fornicators, all these people? Why did God create them in the first place? Just these people that are uh, just, you know, just doing evil things, right? Why did God create them in the first place? Why is this even a thing? Well, to draw into that, I first have a couple verses that I want to do. So let's go to Matthew chapter 5 and let's read verse 21. So this is what Jesus said. You have heard that the ancients were told, you shall not commit murder. And whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says you fool shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. So this is a pretty harsh judgment for people who who get mad and, and who, who speak, uh, speak angry against their brother or sister. Jesus is comparing that to murder. Let's go even further. Let's go to Matthew 5, 28. It says, Jesus said, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So Jesus is saying that if you even look at someone else with lust, that you are committing adultery. And let's go to Romans 5, verse 10. Or let's read verse 9 and verse 10. It says, Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. For while we were sinner, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And James 4.4 4 says that, that we are enemies of God. If we, are, if we are sinners, we are enemies of God, that we are child of the devil. 
if we are practicing these things. And so no one on here can say that they're not guilty of any of the things we just named. We're all guilty of that. And in God's eyes, if we break one law of his commandments, that we're guilty of them all. So in all reality, in comparison to Hitler or comparison to Jeffrey Dahmer, and I know that's hard for us to say on our human on our human standards because we judge higher than that we we actually break things down but in all reality god says if you break my commandments if you break my law you are guilty the wages of sin is death our de- we've been given the death sentence for our for our wages right for what we have done we have earned the death sentence but the good news is is that jesus christ has came to bear our our sin and our iniquities he became sin himself on the cross so that we can be redeemed into into a new life and so when we ask why did god create the devil why why did god create satan himself well we could ask the same question about us why did he create us if he knew that we were going to fall away Because God has loved his creation. God loves his creation, but we all have free will to do as we wish. And if you or I was given the same power and authority and and all this divinity with our mind, we probably would have done the same thing. Because we all get this pride built up in us in life. And grace be to God that that's released and relieved and removed from us through the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ that we can be freed from this spirit of pride. But in all reality, we're no different unless we've been reconciled by the blood of Jesus Christ. That is your answer. Why did God create Satan? Why did God create the devil? Why did he create you and me? We, we should be asking the same thing. Because free will is given to those who wish, so we can make the decision whether we wish to serve him or not, whether we want to rebel and be our own God or not. We've done the same thing. Satan wanted to be his own God, and we ourselves in our daily lives, if we've not submitted to Christ and humbled ourselves, we've tried to be our own God ourselves. We make up our day and do whatever we want to in each day instead of submitting it to God and letting God run the day. Let's pray before we close. Father God, we thank you uh, for your word, God, and we thank you for your spirit. We ask that you would be with us each day, be with every viewer, God, and uh, we pray for your will and your spirit, and we thank you for the, the blood of Jesus Christ, and we ask that you would just continue to lead us further into holiness, God, further into righteousness, and help us serve you all the days of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for watching. Be sure to hit that like, subscribe, um, and, and comment down below if you have any more questions you'd like for us to tackle. Thank you guys for watching.